and it's funny like because you think all silent communication but it can actually be really loud <laughs> loud and clear that silent communication yeah. yeah when you when we walk by each other in the hallway and don't say anything we're saying something to each yeah. other yeah exactly Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. Today we are taking really a different look at communication, or at least it's a different look for us. <laughs> and, and we're going to be talking about reactive and responsive. Now, these are two terms that we just came across as we were preparing for this episode. And, you know, we had us thinking about our own selves and our own selves, our own <laughs> communication. And we wanted to talk about it here today on, on the podcast. And that's so that's right. what we're going to be talking about. And hey, we are in a new location. We are. Yeah. Yeah. First Still time in our ever. house. It, we are in the basement. Just in the basement. Yeah, the kids are in final exams. That's right. The the two high school students, and so uh, so they're home. Yeah. And yeah, that we'll see if anyone comes the down the stairs, and we'll have <laughs> other interruptions. But it, it just. I don't know. We'll see how this feels. It just, it feels different it to does. just have a conversation with you in the basement. But yeah. Anyways. Well, and it might sound different. So if it does, it that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let us know better yep. or worse. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But anyways. Not that people care about that. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah. To me. To me. That's <laughs> yes. right. That's right. It Big was. Big birthday. And so how was it? Yeah, you know, it was good. I, I love birthdays. Uh, I love, I, I did say this though. I love other people's birthdays more than me. <laughs> I, I love, because I love singing the birthday song. And one of the things is singing it for as many, as the age as the person. Uh -huh. And like, I've stepped up my notch in terms of not how many times I sing it, but like the volume at which I sing it at. It's intense. It's intense. Yes. But people hear me. Oh, I thought you were going to say, but people like it. And I was going to say, do they? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's up for debate. I will say this. When I'm not at youth, people miss me. Well, they notice you're not there. Well, I take it as missing me. <laughs> anyways, anyways, it was good. I did what I always look forward to. And I hit up those free places that give you free birthday things. And we went to a new place. Yeah. We went to the same places usually. But then we went to this new a uh, place for ice cream. And then once we were having that ice cream, we said, you know, we need to make sure we come back here sometimes throughout the year so we can support yes, them. Yes, as a paying customer, as not a just getting customer, free birthday not stuff. Not just <laughs> when walking through the door once a year. So we'll make sure we hit up that ice cream store again. It was good. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. Or it's It was called just specialty, specialty ice cream. Well, it's called Elle's and they serve Dole Whip, which is healthy ice cream because it's not even ice cream. It's fruit. It's fruit that's been mashed up and frozen. But it tastes good. And it tastes... And so, feels like soft serve. And so. Well, I don't know if I would go that far that tastes like soft serve. Well, it has I was the same like, texture. The? Like yeah. it, it's the soft serve yeah. kind of ice cream, but yeah. it's it's fruit. That's right. That's right. So it's awesome. Yeah, it was good. And then <laughs> my parents came over for supper. So we got to visit with them. I do have, though, to say that um, like, I like my birthday gift. <laughs> well, it's only a small part of your but birthday gift. But I feel gift. like. We've got there, hey, like you, because you bought me, I don't even know what they're called. Oven mitts. <laughs> well, I was thinking of a more manly Gloves? Name. Oven gloves, smoking yeah. Smoking gloves? Smoking gloves, yeah, because yeah. smoking meat For now. For the and, smoker. 
but I, I've always wanted to buy you pots and pans and that's always <laughs> never been allowed. But yet now I got, and actually wasn't it last year because the oven mitts that we have in our house are not safe. I burn my hands constantly. Well, you burn your hands. I don't think anybody else does, but you do. I do all the time. And last year I've been like, okay, I'm buying you oven mitts <laughs> for your birthday. You're like, that's not allowed. That's not a birthday gift. And then this year I get oven mm-hmm. mitts. Anyways, I like them though. I, I did. That's good. And I like how you said it's not all my birthday gifts, so I guess I'll be waiting for more. That's right. <laughs> well, if you've listened listen to us for a bit, you know, Val and I, we work with Family Life Canada, and one of the things that Family Life Canada does is have weekend getaways, and we have our, well, it's our old directors, because now we have new it's directors. True, yeah. But they were kind enough to still record a clip, and they it's Neil and Cheryl Josephson's, the former National Directors of Family Life, they have a little bit of an invite uh, to our weekend getaways. Take a listen to this. Hey, how's your marriage? Maybe you're doing great. Maybe you're feeling a bit disconnected, or maybe you're really stuck. Wherever you're at, there's more. Thousands of couples have discovered more at a Family Life Canada weekend getaway marriage conference. It could be a new beginning, a restart, with practical tools to keep on growing closer and deeper as a couple. We've got getaways coming up at six locations. Just click the pic on your screen right now to learn more. Or find the dates and discounts at FamilyLifeCanada.com. Your marriage is worth it. There's some information there about the weekend getaways. If you are, you know, look, Valor and I, we are speaking in Victoria yeah. and St. Andrews for and an the awesome upcoming. Time. Oh, yeah. So much fun. So yeah. much fun. You learn a lot. You get great tools. You laugh. You connect. They're at beautiful locations. They are so good. So good. And happening right now, we have our buy one, get one uh, sale happening right now. And that's all on the website, familylifecanada.com. And check things out there. And you'll get all the information about what is happening. That BOGO only goes for a short time. So if you are listening to this. Yeah, I think there's maybe a week left yeah, on that sale. That's right. That's right. So hopefully uh, you can check out those things right. But all right, uh, let's uh, let's move yeah, on to. Reactive, responsive. <laughs> yeah, reactive, responsive. I mean, as we're all aware, how we interact with each other, it will affect one another. It right? does, like that's, shockingly. <laughs> that's going to happen, right? The health of our marriage, parenting, friendships, work relationships, communication, it is a important part of life yeah. in all areas. It is. And we actually came across these two different types of communication. And so then we started doing a little bit more researching and reading up on them. And we were intrigued and thought, this would be a great conversation yeah. to have here on Marriage Talk because I think it's really helpful and insightful. Yeah. And so when it comes to communication, do we tend we to be reactive mm-hmm. or responsive? Right. And so let's let's maybe talk about reactive and then we'll head into sure. responsive. Yeah, I like it because, I mean, maybe this is new terms to others as well. Like when, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. It made sense once I read it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I can totally see where I land um, <laughs> or where I don't want to land anymore and, and those things like that. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Reactive is basically communication where... Where, where it is what it is, right? Like the word itself is almost defining yeah, it for us, right? Yeah, like being reactive, it can look like we're making snap judgments. We're being short with one another, raising our voice, shouting or screaming, interrupting or talking over one another. 
we can be criticizing, stonewalling each other, not able to really have that rational discussion. And so those are some of the forms that a reaction type of communication ten, can take place. And as we can see, like this type of communication, well, it it lands on the unhealthy side <laughs> of does. things, right? It can lead to arguments that are, you know, or even have a, a current argument happening and it can definitely escalate that conversation. Yeah, for me, this kind of reactive style mm-hmm. of communicating, it it bothers me. I don't <laughs> like it. No. It feels so aggressive to me and it just feels like it's not welcoming and mm. it just really shuts me down. I don't like that kind of conversation yeah, totally, personally. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on that side too. I don't like that either. Someone shouting at me or criticizing me in a in an unhealthy way. Like those that that's not good. Yeah. Well, even the snap judgment, right? Mm. Like cuz even that it that doesn't necessarily have to be loud and shouting, yeah. but it's just instead of really listening to understand, they're just listening to make a judgment, mm-hmm. right? And so then you you don't feel seen or heard. Um, and that that's frustrating and yeah. hurtful and yeah, it just kind of pushes you away. For sure. For sure. Yeah. The research that we did was also saying how reactive communication makes it really hard to have empathy. Mm. And from that list that you shared, I can see why, right? It's that being reactive is really having the communication centered around the the that own that person's feelings the the speaker the person who's doing the reactive communication mm-hmm. and not the people that we're communicating with right, right. so it's very one sided right now I, I don't know about anybody who is listening if they can relate to it I can raise my hand here uh, like unfortunately I can relate to this type of communication and not relate in terms of like seeing it take place unfortunately being the person that is communicating in a reactive way inside of a conversation and though I've been really working on this I can still tip towards being more reactive in certain situations in my life and and I'm trying to make sure that I'm catching myself in those things but unfortunately it 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 does still happen. And the really unfortunate part, like when, when I think about uh, when we were talking about this and, and these two different terms and, and the reactive side of things, unfortunately, it really tends to be more w- with our family, right? More with our kids, even at times more with each other. Uh, what I've found when I communicate like this, though, is is broken relationships, uh, people pulling away, like you said, and, and then me having to go and apologize, me having to go and repair that relationship because of responding in a in a reactive way versus I mean, I'm sure people can guess by now versus a responsive way. And we're going <laughs> to get into that a, a little bit, bit more. But like, you know, I, I think about communicating in, in this way and sure, maybe I, I'm frustrated and, and I, and I raise my voice and the kids listen right now we have older kids. So this is back when our kids were younger. And so, yeah, okay. Maybe they listened and okay. We got the toys cleaned up and right on, but but I've done more damage to the relationship and sure I've got the behavior that I wanted in that moment, but I didn't reach their heart. I didn't really reach them or even see them. It was just, this is what I want it done and you're going to get it done on my timeline. There may have been other circumstances taking place. There may have been something they wanted to show me. There may have been, they weren't done yet. I mean, as an adult, I don't like people just coming like, you know, I don't like when you just come to my desk and like start like talking like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I was working on some stuff. Just give me a second here. Right. Like now we've worked that out. But but like 
but think that through. Like, but for some reason, we think that you know we can just disrupt our kids' lives because, like, hey, now it's time to clean up. And like, I, I hope I'm making sense here. Yeah, I, and I think again, as as parents, we can take that too far and be like, well, like I have to tippy toe around my kids and that's not what we're saying it's we can still have our kids clean up and and do those kinds of things it's the way in which we talk to them yeah right and that's not to say you can't talk sternly but that that yelling screaming snap judgments those kinds of things that reactive communication that's not healthy and that's what you're modeling to them and so then guess what they're going to go and do they're going to have that kind of reactive communication whether that's at school or friends or whatever it is and maybe it just looks different actually i I just think so the other day uh, I washed the floor hockey jerseys with the Special Olympics and I had them in the washing machine and then I asked Kieran to hang them and I showed him how to do it. And what I've done is like maybe I spread them out more in the laundry room, hanging them on the rack and I go in a little bit later and his are hung really, really tightly. And right away I'm like, oh, like he did it wrong. And I was just like going to go and bring him down. I'm like, well, no, he didn't. He just did it differently. <laughs> They're still going to dry. It's no big deal. And then I just walked out. Like, and I already said thank you to him. So if anyone's like, well, he better have said thank you. I did say thank you. But, <laughs> but like sometimes like are we reacting to something actually because it's just we would have done it differently, right? But, but, but is, the, is the outcome still the same? Like there was that situation right there that the, the jerseys are still drying and, or are dried now. But they were still in the process of drying just because he hung them a little bit closer than I did. And in fact, actually, I looked at him like, huh, that takes up less room in the laundry room. That's actually a better way to do it. But in the past, I would have been like, that's not the way I would have done it or I had anticipated to be done and therefore would get frustrated versus seeing it like, well, no, he did the task I asked him to do. It was just different, but the outcome is still achieved. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's playing into expectations too, like those unspoken expectations and then yeah, when they're not met, being reactive yeah. and in the way right. communicating. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit about reactive communication. And so now let's switch and talk about the responsive. And as you said, I'm sure we can all guess this is the kind that we are aiming for. This is it. This is what we want. Yeah, yeah. most so, of the, all the well, all the time. But, yeah. So yeah. responsive communication is us being thoughtful towards each other in the conversation, Mm -hmm. considering multiple viewpoints Mm -hmm. as we're having that conversation. It's sparking healthy two-way conversation or even debate. Debate can be healthy if we do it right. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like the healthy (laughs) side of debating. There you go. (laughs) It's handing that ball back and forth in the conversation, both taking turns listening, both taking turns speaking, asking those clarifying questions and really digging into the heart of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And so when you and I communicate like this, things are so much smoother. (laughs) Our relationship is healthier. I'm not mad at you. No, no. (laughs) You're not mad at me. Yeah, yeah. Really, it it affects our friendship. It affects the Mm -hmm. atmosphere of our relationship and even our home, Mm -hmm. right? If we're tense and frustrated with each other, everybody senses that. Then you feel like you have to walk around on eggshells or, you know, all that stuff. It's just not the kind of place that I want to live. Right, right. Being nervous around each other all the time. I think like communicating like this too, it also helps to build trust in the relationship. Uh, When we 
practice this and have put this in in play like this leads to us feeling closer and i think it even can help us to be excited to see each other right like uh communication is actually that powerful when it when we kind of think of the big oh, picture here pat me. <laughs> yeah, someone else is at the door here oh our one of our uh Your daughter's, daughter's friend. friend is getting picked up and anyways Yes. We'll just keep going. Yeah. I, I, we'll don't know. Maybe they didn't even hear it. And they're yeah. like, what are they talking about? Some dog bargain? Yeah. But, but but like, so let me reiterate that again. Like communica- is, communication is that powerful inside a relationship. When we are communicating good, our relationship is, is better. When we're communicating not good or silently, <laughs> our our relationship is not doing as well yeah and it's funny like because you think well silent communication but it can actually be really loud <laughs> loud and clear that silent communication yeah. yeah when you when we walk by each other in the hallway and don't say anything we're saying something to each yeah. other yeah exactly and to be clear that does not happen uh, a lot of the time uh anyways anyways yeah no yeah, we've definitely, we've been working on this for a long time. That's you right. And I. That's right. That's right. And we're going to keep working on it. We're going to keep working on it. Yeah. And so what did the research say to help us be more responsive? I mean, I'm not sure about, about you, but I don't have to think about being reactive. <laughs> it comes natural for you. <laughs> like it's just like, that's an easy one, right? Like it, it does come easy for me, but what are some things that we can do to take steps towards choosing to communicate in a responsive way. Some of the things that the research said that can help us was to control our thoughts, Mm -hmm. to think about responding during a conversation and not reacting. And especially if this is new for us or we're trying to start a new pattern, a new habit, it's going to take more work and more intentionality. And so again, that, that thinking about how do I control my thoughts? Don't speak, listen, and uh, and that helped to to break the old pattern or cycle. Mm-hmm. And, and even in that part there, like taking a breath before we respond, like, like buying ourselves some time yeah. in the conversation is going to help us few things know if the person's actually done talking right <laughs> and and that it's now our turn so it actually helps us to not interrupt and it's we're not like in the middle of a conversation then like taking like a big obvious breath in front of each <laughs> other but but it's just that that pause and one of the things that I even did in my own life as I was working on this is if I'm in a, a group meeting is letting two or three people speak before I speak so an answer or a question gets asked Maybe I have a thought on it, but what happens if I were just to hold my thought for a little bit and give others that chance? That actually then helped to be more responsive and and even collect my own thoughts and actually then bringing that into our communication and with with the kids being like, oh, I, I can actually slow down and be okay with a little bit of silence and, and be processing those things. But I also use this, these tactics, other places to help build that muscle and to learn how to be responsive and not always reactive or, or always being the first one that has to speak. Yeah, that's awesome for me. Like I, I am an internal processor. I'm, I am more of a responsive communicator typically, yeah, but sometimes like, there's that one time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here's my problem. I sometimes am too slow at Mm. being even responsive and then it feels like I miss that opportunity to have the conversation or to respond and then 
I'll either forget or it just seems maybe weird to bring it up later. Mm. And so for me, the, the struggle is almost learning to speed up that responsiveness okay. a little bit because I can be a little bit too laid back or, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... That that's a whole nother side that yeah. we didn't even talk about today. But no, anyways, no. But if it's if it's also really what the research was saying about understanding what triggers us to respond reactively, really, and then coming up with a game plan to deal with the triggers. For you though, it was the trigger of responsiveness, right? Yeah. Like like so you had to deal with it and go on the other side. Like why am I at times so slow, or I want to be quicker, right? Because at this part, like the definitions that we use for reactive is kind of more of that loud and interrupting and shouting and those types of things, right? But understanding what leads us to be reactive, which really forces us into doing that own internal struggle or the internal audit on ourselves Mm -hmm. or internally thinking. But again, like what causes me what's the trigger there and and then making a game plan to to be able to handle those triggers yeah or what triggers me to not respond yeah right right. (laughs) yeah another thing that can help is asking people to point this tendency out to us right Mm. just some accountability because we might not realize how we're coming off i know we've talked about this before on the Mm -hmm. podcast is having a, a trusted person that you can say, would you help me with this? Mm -hmm. That's going to take some vulnerability, right? Um, But it can be helpful, especially if this has been a blind spot in our life or a really ingrained pattern in the kind of communication that we we go to. And so, um, so that can be helpful yeah. is just getting, getting fresh eyes right. on the situation. Yeah. And that can be fresh eyes from a work standpoint with our family standpoint in our volunteer standpoint. Like we can actually kind of like do like a little bit of a 360 in terms of these things. Cause we actually may be reactive in one area and yeah. responsive in another area, right? Like for me, I was definitely more responsive at work and I was more reactive at home and that was pointed out to me and I wanted to fix those things so that way I'm responsive everywhere and and so my life is is the same kind of as I walk around but like if I did the audit only at work, they'd be like, oh, no, Sheldon, you're like, you're responsive, you're slow to speak, you're calm. And, and But then my family would be like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Like, yeah. that's not the Sheldon I know. Yeah, and that's a really sad thing because, it, yeah, it, it's almost like just that inconsistency mm-hmm. of almost like being two people. It's like mm-hmm. you're one person at work, another person at home. And mm-hmm. I don't know, to me, that's just really sad, especially if work is getting the best version right. of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I'm glad we've had this conversation beforehand because I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. That was not, but it wasn't <laughs> a good place. And, no. and but, but that's why I mean, like we may need more people in pointing out our blind spots because, and then, because we may be like different in different situations and some of it may call for it. Like, again, not the being mean and those things, but like, anyways, just having more voices in our lives. Yeah. Cause chances are, we're not going to have somebody in all those different areas of our lives. Yeah. Right. And they're not going to follow us around (laughs) watching, evaluating how we can bring out the tape recorder, record (laughs) your whole life and see what happens. Oh dear. But okay. Ultimately though, the choice is ours. Whether we communicate reactively or responsibly, it does boil down to a choice. And that choice is going to impact our relationships, our marriages, our relationship with our kids. 
and uh, our communication. It can be inviting and it can lead to deeper understanding, deeper oneness, and even deeper joy in the relationship. Or it can push people away Mm -hmm. and really cause that strain and frustration and distance Mm -hmm. in our relationships. Right. And let's face it, being responsive is the style of communicators that we want to be. That's what we want to be aiming for, because this will lead to healthy relationships when we both communicate like this. Some of the things, though, I think that this requires, and this is what I had to learn even in my own life, it requires self-control. It requires understanding ourselves. It requires clarity, even inside that conversation. And so rather than responding with or reacting with a statement, it's being responsive with a question and, and asking a clarifying question. Or, yeah, is there is there, can I have clarity with inside this conversation or clarity even what's going on in my own life as well. But when we take the time to figure this out, to respond well with each other, to empathize with the other person, to consider other viewpoints before speaking. Not only will our communication be healthier and relationships stronger, but when we do reply in a conversation, our words, they're going to be better thought out. They're going to be measured in that conversation. And I think they'll also be received better with the people that we're having the conversation with. For sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, like we said, words matter, right? Communication, it is a really vital part of life. And so let's do what we can to help communication lead us to deeper relationships. So those were just a few thoughts there on Mm -hmm. reactive and responsive communication. Uh, It was just kind of a new take on communication for us. And so we hope that it's maybe caused uh, a spark in some thinking Mm -hmm. for you, our listener, about how you communicate and and what that looks like in your life and relationships. And as always, we have some processing questions for us here today to end the podcast. And, And here they are. Do you find yourself being more reactive or responsive? What triggers you to be reactive? What is one thing you could do today to help be more responsive in the future? Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week. Bye.